I really thought that today would be a typical kind of uh, uh, political conversation day, uh, and clearly it's not. I hope our guest from Newsbusters, Scott Whitlock, doesn't mind that I go uh, off script with my very first question, because although we will certainly talk about uh, uh, impeachment news versus Democrat candidate news, I got to ask about the uh, Iowa caucus last night. Scott Whitlock, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. How uh, how many times have you shaken your head this morning? <laughs> well, uh, a lot. First off, thanks thanks for having me on. But uh, at the Media Research Center, yeah, several of us were there last night hoping to cover the the media's reaction to Iowa, and then, then there really wasn't uh, any uh, Iowa results to to cover. So it was. It was quite a mess, uh, but what we did end up covering was that essentially uh, the, the media had kind of a meltdown over this uh, Iowa caucus disaster with a lot of the, um, the journalists, especially on MSNBC, just calling it disaster and worrying that it's a disaster for, you know, uh, it's going to be part of a larger disaster for the Democrats going forward. Well, and do you think that's true? Uh, the Democrats who continue to tout fairness and openness and uh, the, the wonderfulness, their first time out of the box, this gigantic cluster, uh, how do they recover from this? Well, I, I think it's certainly possible that um, it could be part of a large disaster because it's, it's definitely not a good way to start. Um, I, I would say there, you know, there is kind of some hypocrisy if uh, the left and the Democrats, um, and, and especially liberals in the media, don't kind of face this uh, squarely. Because again, these are the same people that told us that uh, the uh, the electoral college is, you know, is just completely unfair and and just you know doesn't represent the American people and so on and all of this stuff. And then we look at Iowa and and, and it's just a complete mess. It's not representative. Uh, it's not democracy for you know, a lot of Americans who have families and kids. They, they can't go and spend hours in this this crazy mess of uh, of a process. So yeah, I think they do have to address it and. So far, we've just—I I think the, the reaction in, in the media has been kind of bewilderment as to what exactly happened last night. Right. Well, and shouldn't Democrats, especially those higher up, be uh, embarrassed, angry at themselves? They caused the changes, much to the chagrin of uh, Iowa uh, Democrats, uh, Iowa politicians, period. They require changes in the way the caucus runs, and it's a giant screw-up. Iowa's had this caucus for uh, over 100 years. Democrats make changes, demand changes, and it totally doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think the key, uh, one of the key things um, for your listeners to know about this, this is really, as I see it, kind of a battle between the professional Democrats and uh, the far left, but you know, both in the media and in general, because you had some of you know, again, what I would call the professional Democrats, people like Chris Matthews, who are are upset because they think this is part of a potential rise of Bernie Sanders. And they kind of see that as a disaster for the Democratic Party. And then you have the the, the committed left that, that wants Bernie Sanders and kind of results be damned. And, and they see this as uh, the, some of the changes that you were talking about as a way of trying to essentially screw Bernie Sanders. And they think that the Democratic Party did that in 2016, and they're going to try and do it again. All right. Well, let's... Uh... Let's address one conspiracy theory before we change 
uh, topics back to uh, coverage. I'm curious because you mentioned it. We've heard it this morning a couple of times that uh, that the DNC did this to themselves because they noticed clearly Bernie was getting the kind of support that uh, that the Democrats wanted Joe Biden to get. So they stopped all of this before it got too far out of control uh, because they don't want Bernie Sanders as the Democratic national nominee. Well, I mean, I, I think generally you, you can always sort of uh, uh, go to incompetence as your first explanation rather than consp- conspiracy theory. But I will say uh, that you know I was there last night till we we were uh, all there till about one a.m. and we were covering this. And the early reaction when we still thought we were going to get results was was kind of fear fear that that uh, Biden was cratering and that this is going to be a good night for Bernie. So I think. There is, uh, you know, whether you want to call it conspiracy or not, there is certainly some kind of uh, relief that at least that's not going to be the story right now. The story is not going to be what a disaster for Joe Biden. The story is, uh, you know, the, the total incompetence of the Iowa caucus and what a mess it is. So they, they uh, if in fact that the Biden camp lost or was going to lose, they certainly have uh, kind of gotten a reprieve for, as far as the narrative, because the narrative uh, was going to be uh, this is not looking good for the supposed frontrunner. Right. Well, and and uh, uh, Biden's camp has already said if they don't get the kind of answers that they want, they didn't say anything about results, but if they don't get the kind of answers that they want with regard to this screw-up, they're ready to go to court. Yeah, and absolutely. And then and, and watching uh, the sort of quote-unquote victory speeches last night, uh, I think um, it, it was a reprieve for Biden because he just came out and basically did the kind of, uh, you know, uh, and, and on to New Hampshire sort of response that, that they all ended up doing. It, you know, it was a little bit like a Little League where, you know, everyone gets to turn at that and everyone gets a run because everyone was allowed to come out and just give their equivalent of the victory speech because, you know, what can you do? We, we don't have any results. I'm guessing that all the uh, Democrat candidates for president will be happy come Wednesday when uh, the last of the impeachment conversation and coverage uh, ends since ABC, CBS, and NBC have been giving uh, the, the impeachment uh, trial uh, a tremendous advantage in news coverage over the uh, Democrat candidates for president. Yeah, so we actually did uh, this study on this um, to kind of complement uh, another long-term study we've been doing is since uh, uh, the president took office, we've been looking at the positive uh, negative coverage in the, the evening newscast, and it's been o- almost overwhelmingly negative since Trump took office, really around 90 percent, sometimes a little less, sometimes, you know, as high as like 92 percent, but it's been very negative. And then so what we've kind of found the, the impact of that to be is because they're spending so much time attacking Donald Trump and then uh, now spending all this time on impeachment, they're not covering the really the radical policies of these Democratic candidates. So you, you see the socialism of Bernie Sanders, who is a, a apparently doing very well as as a potential uh, candidate, is not getting much coverage. Uh, you the, you see things like the their far left positions on gun control, uh, Pete Buttigieg wanting to pack the Supreme Court. And, and just add more uh, judges in order to get the results. And one of these sorts of things aren't getting uh, oxygen because they're focused so much on Donald Trump and now on impeachment. 
Will that change, can you imagine, because the impeachment uh, extravaganza will be over, over by uh, Wednesday, by tomorrow? Uh, well, I, I think it will change somewhat once we have a nominee, because, again, the, uh. the, part of what the liberal media didn't like in 2016 was that Donald Trump was uh, grabbing hold of the narrative and making the liberal media and making these things an issue and forcing them to talk about uh, some things about Hillary. So I, I think that I can definitely see that happening again. But, yeah, once once impeachment is done, then I think they'll just try and move back to the the – just the very negative uh, coverage of Donald Trump, what they've been doing since uh, he took office. That seems to be their focus, not the focus of investigating the policies of uh, who, you know, the, the potential Democratic nominee might be. It is. Uh, it's fascinating to watch. And I so appreciate the work that that you and others at Media Research Center have been doing, keeping an eye on all of this. We will undoubtedly have the opportunity to talk again when the uh, major, the three major networks have have to focus on something other than we hate Donald Trump. Here's some more bad news, because pretty soon that will be over. And unless President Trump gives the media some red meat to chew on, he's uh, he has nothing to say but good about America.